Hi guys, welcome to For the Love of Business podcast. Where we host honest conversations with the people behind the businesses you love. We think it's so important now more than ever to highlight what it takes to survive and thrive as an independent business. And highlight what it really takes to do what you love and love what you do. I'm your host, Carolyn. And I'm Cody. And this is For the Love of Business. Welcome back, everybody, to another episode of For the Love of Business podcast. Super excited about having Jess from That's What She Fed on our podcast today. Cody's here. Hello, everybody. Welcome back, Cody. We're on a roll. I know. I know. We're ending the season with a bang here. I know. Um, We have a few more episodes hopefully left for this season until we wrap it up for our busy season. Yes. And um, I'm super excited about our guest today. We are um, featuring Jess, like I said, from That's What She Fed. And um, another great friend of mine, amazing woman, badass business owner, and um, your story is awesome. Your inspiration is great, and what you do is really, really cool. So I can't wait to get into it. Um, So what's up? Hi, guys. Thanks Thanks for for having me. I'm so excited to see you Like in these roles. I usually sit here and consult with Caroline because she's my badass businesswoman business coach yes support another, another hospitality within client yes um which is just makes my heart so so full of joy because um it was sort of similar with chatting with Teresa last week that you know it just comes out like you had this idea and you were doing it but we kind of helped you develop it and then here you are talking about it on the podcast so it just comes full circle it's very very cool. yeah I said it's cool you must be proud and excited to like much like Teresa did have been there at the beginning and now see it be successful yeah, and growing I mean, and everything else. Yeah, I can't, you know, I can't take credit just, you know, but it is, it is very cool to be a part in a small way of, of people's journey and dreams and accomplishments. I mean, I would love to be able to be like, yes, thank you very much. I helped create this amazing person, but no, it's just, um, it's not, as you know, you do the work. So that's um, I think we need to give you a little more credit than you're giving yourself right now. I've, you. I'm just going to start by saying I wouldn't be where I was right now if it wasn't for you and Fran. Aww, that's awesome. I've, there's you. been so many days where I'm like, I'm done. This is over. Yeah. And you guys have just like picked me up off the floor and got me back on the yeah. road. So well, and that's like saying the littlest amount thank possible. You. I have a lot of people in my life that I do that too as well. And I think it helps me just as much as it helps the people we talk to. I mean, just oh. even on a daily basis, when you come to pick up your to-go yes. at Love Lane, yeah. we just look at each other sometimes like, oh. yeah. especially <laughs> the next like three months coming up here. Yeah. And so um, I think that's actually one of the inspirations behind why we're even doing this is because some of those conversations really feed me. And when the going gets tough and you just know you're not alone, even though you're just independently working in your own businesses, it's just so nice to know that there are people who are doing what they love and they're just like, it's not for the lack of fear or for the lack of challenges and it's not easy, but people are doing it anyway. And you just kind of like keep going. It's awesome. Well, there's so much good in it. There's, yeah. There's a lot of good in it, but it is extremely hard. And when you, like, I just ended up doing this totally by accident. Yes. Yeah. Let's get let's into, into it. Yeah. Of, um, who you are and what your business is and kind of how you got started with this great idea and just like the whole fun concept behind it is very, very cool. Uh, well, I'm Jess and my business is That's What She Fed. And the name I can't take credit for, I'm going to give that right to Chrissy because we always had this joke that like, if you didn't get the that's what she fed joke or that's what she said joke, yeah. then like you weren't my people. Like you just had to have a sense of humor and whatever. And I didn't want to start this like just run of the mill food Instagram account. So she came up with that name, which was absolutely perfect. So creative. And what's really so funny creating. is like talk about creative brains. Like she was like, I'm so not creative. And then comes up with the best name possible. <laughs> oh, oh my God. Chrissy is behind like every crossroads decision of my life. She's like right there being like, you know what you should do? It's just like this gentle little suggestion. She's like a connector. That so one. it really did start with her though. Not just even the business, her and another good friend of mine really were eating. I was feeding them all the time. Cause I like, joke. I have like a little Italian grandmother living inside of me <laughs> wanting to feed everyone. That's awesome. That's yeah. So I, I was feeding her and a good friend of mine, Deb, and they wanted food for their work week. Cause they didn't have the time or the wherewithal to make the food themselves. And they, I was still giving it to them, but they're like, we need to pay you. And then Chrissy was like, you really need to make this a business. And we were driving on our way to yoga once. And she's like, okay, let's do this. And she literally wrote down like how much I should give for how much amount, like what day I should do it. Like she totally helped me organize it because I'm a creative brain and I have these great ideas, but how to implement them is like, seems completely impossible, which is where you come in a lot. Yeah. Um, A lot of people I think struggle with that. Yeah. 
Um, so she really organizes. So like uh, so much credit goes to that moment. Like I still remember how I felt in that moment. Yeah. And it started with just her and Deb. And then the next week, I think there was like four more people. And the next week there was 30 people. Like three weeks later, I had 29 people. And I was like, what the heck just happened? How did we get here? Yeah. And I was, I mean, I'm like cooking by myself in my kitchen, like thinking I'm just cooking for friends to make some extra cash. But at the time, you know, I was a stay-at-home mom. I was teaching some yoga classes, but I really needed to figure out a way to support myself. And I had written down in my journal that I like, I love this part of the story, but I had written down in my journal like a month before, like, what can I do? Because I I knew I just like didn't want to do something that was just a means to get by or like just to get a paycheck. I knew I had to, it wouldn't work for me. It wouldn't last long. Like knowing my personality, I'm like, always need to be inspired and keep going. So I need to do something that I was inspired by. And then this this just happened. Like yeah. I, I didn't even really wasn't always like I dream of owning this food prep business. That was not a thing. It's so funny because so many times I feel like with creatives, um, a lot of <clears throat> the um, success comes from like that's actually some advice people say like for writing. It's almost like, it's like pretend like you're writing to a friend. Yeah, and you did that, but you were just like cooking for a friend. So, yeah, like you said it was just like coming from the heart. And you're not a trained chef. You say this all the time. Like it's not like you have this background. You just love food but it's also very health driven um allergy driven like because you struggle and your kids you try to yeah so this goes way back to when i was a kid like just i'll give like the brief story when i was 10 or so my father was diagnosed with terminal uh, cancer it was lung cancer that had metastasized to his brain and at the time sloan told him he had six months to live with treatment and they this is the very short version of the story, but you know, he, they chose not to do the traditional forms of treatment, chemo and all that. So he, my, my family really got together and they created like an alternative treatment plan for him. And he ended up living three years and shrinking all the tumors, wow. like everything disappeared. Wow. And so I think like from, and plus I grew up in a household that like my mom never had processed foods. Like she was, she was Italian from like a very Italian family. So everything was homemade. Like you want a snack? Time. <laughs> yeah. Like have, you know, the leftover lasagna or chicken cutlets that are in the fridge. There was no like fruit snacks and all that. So yeah. I wasn't really used to having that in the house anyway. So between like that influence for my dad, which I don't think I knew consciously was an influence then became such an influence in my life. And then you fast forward. I was always like, rel- you know, relatively healthy, but I was like stealing hot pockets from my friend's freezers and things. Yeah. Sounds about right. <laughs> yeah. It's all about the balance. Yeah. And, um, and then fast forward to when I had my first son and he was getting horrible bouts of croup. So like basically every time he got a cold, he would end up in the ER unable to breathe. And the doctor was like, just give him steroids. And I was like, this doesn't really make any sense. Like something, something's off here. So I went to um, an acupuncturist who was like, you need to take him off gluten and dairy. And fast forward to the grocery store trip that followed. I was crying in the store. Literally a woman comes up to me. was like, are you okay? And I'm like, I'm not okay. That's incredible. <laughs> you know, cause I was feeding my kids what everyone feeds their kids, like macaroni and cheese and grilled cheese and, and sure. all the things that were making him really <clears throat> sick. Wow. And sure enough, we changed his diet and he like started napping. He was like a totally different kid. Never got croup again. Like he would get wow. like a barky sound, but never in the hospital again. Wow. And then the same thing happened with my second son. I tried to kind of do it things the way I was doing them initially. And I was like, oh, it was just him, you know, it was my first yeah, son. Right. And then same thing, like put him on milk and he didn't react to it. Well, I'm not saying this is every kid, but these were sure. my kids. Yeah. yeah. And then, um, so after my second son was born, I ended up facing my own health issues. So I sort of had to change my diet. And then in all, like, so, you know, I was starting to cook for the kids in a different way, but we weren't always adhering to that diet. And then when I had to change my diet, like I ended up going grain-free, sugar-free, I had, was having major gut issues and like my cholesterol went from like 220 to 170 in a month. Wow. And like all the issues I was having, got so much better. And you know, every doctor was like, Oh, you're a tired mom. Like go take a probiotic and call it a day. Like, so and really I interesting. had some major issues going on and food really, or like my change of food really helped me heal. Kind of almost immediate validation yeah. inside of a couple of So weeks, it's like, you, know? you see it with your kid, but then you're like, Oh, maybe not. I see it with my second kid, maybe not. And then it's me. Wow. Um, and then it just really turned into like, you know, you're going in the store and just because it's labeled organic, gluten-free, dairy-free, it's definitely not healthy. Like, in fact, it's actually more unhealthy than a lot of foods. Yeah. So I was- There's just so much information and misinformation out there that it's really hard to sort through. Oh my God. And then you have to find what works for you and for your family as well. Right. So I I really, and it was expensive buying all this like, you know, out of the box sort of, well, not very in the box stuff, but- and so I ended up making a lot on my own. And I and then I really got into cooking and really got into health. And, you know, I kind of joked that there's like this hallway and like 
there's a door at the end of the hallway. You open one door and then there's like another hallway full of doors and you decide which door to open. And, and it does lead you down a lot of doors and you have to kind of decide which ones to sort of like peek in and then shut the door. Yeah. You mean um, as far as what you're cooking and what you're... Well, what I just mean in terms taking? of health. So you okay. were saying like we're so bombarded with information. So really I'm just like coming, keep coming back to like just taking care of ourselves and 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 minimizing stress and eating whole foods. That's it. Like I don't even, I'm not even advocating for gluten and dairy free. Like I actually don't eat gluten and dairy free anymore because I've changed things, but I eat really high quality food products. Like I'm eating whole grains. I'm not eating like processed bread from the store, you know, those kinds of things. And um, then, so in your personal journey, when you realized this, then you started cooking for yourself, seeing all these positive changes. And then obviously this kind of trickled to your friends and they, cause I know Chrissy, but who you mentioned also struggles with dairy. Yeah. But you know that she's my BFF from Mercy Days. Hey, Chrissy. And um, so- She's getting a lot of attention. I she know. should be here. She's, she's such a special person. Um, but so that was kind of what rolled into, because then you found out you're not alone and mothers yeah. aren't alone. And there was like this little whole subset of, of audience that were like, can you please help me do what you well, did? And it gets <laughs> exhausting. You know, this part of this, so what I'm really learning too on my health journey is so much of our issue is stress. So just delegating the act of shopping, cooking, cleaning, like all that to someone else, that alone could mitigate so many health issues so just because you've taken this one huge thing off your plate. And wow. all the, like I'd imagine to find all these sources of all the food you need is it's not just a simple trip to one spot and no. 10 minutes and that's it. Like yeah, it's, it's a large chunk of your day. It's all the time driving around the stress. Like you Absolutely. Said, and I love that. And I'm so grateful because this, my, like the job that I created fuels my own life, you know, like I'm able to do all the things and help other people at the same time, yeah. which is really great. Like I'm killing two birds with one this, stone. Cause then this is what the services you provide now is like you do the shopping, you pick out all of the things you create this menu that you have found has had so much success for you. So let's talk a little bit about like your services and the process that you do and um, kind of like what that, what that looks like for your clients and so, some of the things, like you said, what fuels you because they've seen some really amazing changes too. Yeah. So, I mean, I, I, I feel like there's two main things kind of dabbled in a lot of different things. Like now I've started coaching some people and I like help people organize their kitchens. But the main two things so cool. that I've done are the food prep business. So it's very similar to these like bigger ones. That, like um, I can't think of like, like fresh blue apron, apron or something. Yeah, yeah. something like right. that. Except everything does come cooked. So, so I know some of them just give you the ingredients. Like right. this comes cooked and ready to go. It's mostly plant-based. Like I, um, there's usually like one meat meal and it's usually chicken or turkey. Um, per week. And then I have like sides of chicken salad. Chicken salad's like my biggest seller. People love my chicken salad. That's great. Um, but it's mostly plant-based and I don't use the biggest thing I think besides that is that I don't use any processed oils. Like I'm really only using olive oil and a little bit of coconut oil at this wow. point. I've even kind of moved away from avocado oil because oh, wow. I'm like kind of unsure about that. Okay. Um, and I, I try to be as organic as possible. Like everything that's dirty dozen, I'm like the most, the highest pesticide foods I'm using, I'm buying organic yeah. or I'll switch to what something else. I know you said that. What are, what are so dirty dozen is what the environmental that. working group, or you might've heard them as EWG, um, puts out a list every year of the hot, like the foods that are highest in pesticides. So it's usually like berries, peppers, like things that you eat the skin is kind of like a general okay. rule, but like blueberries are really high up there. Strawberries are really high up there. And so <laughs> the more you eat of those, the higher your pesticide content is in your body. The levels will be in your body. And they've shown like studies have shown that even just like a couple days of eating organic of just those foods, like just those on the dirty dozen can change like the pesticide levels in your body. Wow. Keep this thing. It's really interesting because it just is another example of like the challenges of trying to eat healthy and be your best. And you know, all of these like there's so much to think and about. And you're like eating handfuls of blueberry thinking it's like a good thing. And you're just like, hold on one second. Okay, well, it, it is a good thing. So I want to go back. So again, this is so much information, right? So yeah, most importantly, like if you're going to do anything in your life, just eat more plants. Like okay. that's what they're yeah. showing. They're not even saying organic, but like, like we start there. Yeah. Start yeah. there as many different kinds of plants as you can per week. You can eat the meat and like try to source it well, but like, don't worry about carbs or, you know, all those things. Got just you. eat a lot of plants. Okay. Got you. Um, so yeah, I don't know. Where That's actually what um, I was just ch chatting with this about like that movement of the food um, change when it was like, I don't know, I guess it's probably about 20 years ago or so when it really started to catch momentum. But Michael Pollan's book is the title. Oh, is I was like just about saying. to quote him. Yeah. I mean, so he's, he says, eat food, not too much, mostly plants. Yes. Like just follow that. It's like the name of his book. 
Yeah. He, his, he is, he's he is actually one of my biggest books. inspirations. Like I read his book, The Omnivore's Dilemma yeah, years ago. And just, it, it really changed my life and the trajectory of like how I shop. And I mean, I'll never eat a chicken nugget again. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, or a McDonald's chicken I nugget after you, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Fair Sorry, McDonald's. So, so I don't think take, they're listening. It's okay. yeah. Yeah. They're so not sponsoring this one. <laughs> Could you imagine? We're like, cut. We're um, all in. We're in bed with big fast food. <laughs> um, so you source all those things. You like all of the information and the experience you've had, then you know kind of like you're paying attention to where to source the best. Yeah. And so... So that's my main gig. I'll put a menu out on Tuesdays and you have until Friday unless I sell out. And I've been selling out. So if you're listening to this, that's order awesome. on Tuesday. Yeah. yeah. Um, and then I cook it all on Monday. And, we, you know, I have to say, like, talk about cooking for friends. I really do feel like I'm cooking for friends. There's been a couple of times, like, early on when I was, like, not having a good day or whatever. And I've gotten some negative feedback. Like, that's I so people taste the love. Like, we joke about it. But, but oh. you know, they'll be like, oh, my God, this thing is ridiculous. I'm like, you're just tasting the love. Like, that's all that it is. I but, totally agree with that. I can stand by that 100%. Yeah. So, like, I'm putting so much, you know, I really believe in the transfer of energy. Sure. And I'm really putting a lot of good energy into that food. But I'm also feeding really healthy foods to everybody. And as far as, like, sourcing things, I try, you know, I do try to include some local foods, but that can keep the price point a little higher. So, I will, you know, shop more like Costco. But that's, like, an amazing store to buy organic products, which yeah, is the organic blueberries at Costco. That's good to know. Yeah. <laughs> All year round. Wow. Um. But then, so then my second main gig is I have that my private clients, which is obviously a little bit of a higher price point. Some of them, it started with me picking up, actually, no, my first client um, actually had major gut health issues to the point where he, like he had such a restricted diet, had to eat so much protein, certain kinds of carbs, not no greens, like couldn't have pepper or garlic, wow. like so many different things. So I started there and then that kind of turned into me picking up the CSA for people you know, cause you get the CSA and you're like, look at all these amazing vegetables. I have no idea what totally. to do with any yeah, of them. Yeah. That's happened to me and Brian before. Cause we get the CSA, um, from Sang Lee and for a few years in a row. And, um, it was cool because it kind of broadened our horizons, but there were some times where I was just like, I don't even know what this is. Do yeah. you feel this? Do or you, you get this? sick you of it. This? You know, like you've, how many times you're going to like eat a cucumber Yeah, right. like, or that zucchini to or tomatoes. Zucchinis. We like, honestly, zucchini like every time like, yeah. we can't do any more zucchini. Yeah. Um, so that's, you know, so I cook the CSA for people and not just Sang Lee. I do work a lot with Sang Lee. Um, they are one of my favorites. I'm just going to say, but there's so many other amazing farms. We're so spoiled out here. We yeah. just have such an incredible, and, you know, someone, I just this. want to point that someone asked me the other day, a really great question on Instagram about, you know, like, do I shop at other farm stands, which ones to go to? And that's a really important thing. Like, I just want to throw out there. Like there are so many amazing farms that aren't certified organic because it's quite the process and quite an expensive that's one. Such yeah. a good point. And it's so just ask point. the farmer, like, if you're not sure, right. ask the person, sometimes they'll say, I'm not sure, but you can always get to the source of it. And they're, like so many amazing places are like either barely spraying yes. or not using anything at all. Yes. A lot of times those like side of the road, like you'll just see side of the road strawberries that go there. They're not spraying anything. They're yeah. just right. had stuff sprout up in their yard. That's you know? what we were doing. And, um, for asparagus, Brendan, my husband is like totally obsessed with asparagus. He somehow doesn't get sick of it, even though he eats it like so much when it's in season, maybe because it's like kind of fleeting. Like right around but, now, right? Yes. Yeah. It's quick. Yeah. That's and why. Those yeah. like side of the road stands, yeah. um, like some of the best asparagus. Right totally. Now. Yeah. It's awesome. So, um, so I'll do that. But then I also, you know, in that group of people has also come up now, you know, I have a friend who has Crohn's and so I'm working with her diet and that changes weekly. And then I have wow. someone else who's just like, here's money every week. Just make me a bunch of food. And we put it in glass Tupperwares. Like, so it's, you're just, I'm just stocking your fridge with all prepared food. And like, wow. I really do vary it. So like the rule is in terms of gut health to try to eat like a, a 30 plants a week. That sounds like a lot, but remember that's like, that includes like seeds, nuts, nut butters, oh, right, wow. spices, like oh, wow. cinnamon's a plant. You know what I mean? So right, that kind okay. of thing. Um, so amazing. I'm really thinking about that. And I think about that at my other group too. Like my, my, uh, larger batch food, like with the food prep, I'm thinking about that too. Like I do plan the menu with like gut health in mind the whole time. It, it must be so rewarding too, because, um, I know we talk a little bit about this when we were kind of consulting and trying to strategize, you were saying how like your price point and the service you're providing. Um, and it was almost like you were looking at restaurants as like a, um, comparison. And I had told you, I was like, you really can't because that's not what you're providing. And, you must be so like such a breath of fresh air for people with allergies and with those things, because we try to make a like welcoming, you know, well, 
conducive for like any special requests right. or whatever at Loveland, of course, at Loveland Kitchen. But um, I think sometimes people get like exhausted of being like the exception and they have to ask like, does this have this in it? Or does mm-hmm. this That's have that me. in it? And they feel like they're being a pain. And it's like, we don't, you know, we're happy to accommodate, but it must be so nice for them because you're like inviting them to, you're like, you have problems? Got help? Like anything? <laughs> yeah. Bring them to me, bring them to me. And I, I can, try really hard. Like sometimes it, with the bigger groups, it's really hard to accommodate. Like, cause then I'm making like 457 different kinds of chicken salad, <laughs> you know, like don't put this in that or whatever. And I want to, like, I get really yeah. upset saying no to people. Cause I want to make it like, <laughs> I want to make it accessible for everybody. Um, but yeah, it, it is like, I've gotten a lot of great feedback that it is this, like, there's just not a lot of options out there like this and you can't, that, you know, I think one of the nice things is like, there's, you know, there's a part of me that wants to become, we've talked about this, like the, the big play, I'm, you know, selling to all 50 states. Of course, like there's that dream, but I would lose this part. Like there's no way that my company couldn't like get bought out by somebody and still be using like the quality of food that I'm getting and the love that's going into it and all that. You know what I mean? Like there's a part of it that kind of has to stay that way. And like that level. That's interesting. I know. Uh, at I, least I think so. Well, I think too, what happens is it also fuels you. Like you said, it helps you kind of just create like feed you and your family and then by cooking with this love and this like just acute specific special way that it's like who you know I'm, I'm sure of course like you said anything is possible you don't want to make it big you can make it as big as you want you can teach right. people the love you can definitely spread that I mean listen I would never limit anybody but it's kind of just depends sort of on your priorities like it sounds like you're kind of happy with the service you're providing because it's just in this like really nice special way at the moment. The other part of it, and this is like a personal thing too, is that, and I think I, I, men and women relate to this, but I know I've, I speak to women about this a lot, is that it's so confusing with food in terms of like counting calories and macros and all this stuff, you know? And I'm not, I, I've had many people be like, can you count the those things for me? And I that's just like not something I'm going down. It's not for any other reason except that like right now this is really just about like eat food, not too much, yeah. mostly plants. Like if you just stick to this plan, you're going to be fine. Yeah, yeah, and <laughs> I'm not. Um, I like I says you know on my missions statement somewhere on my website like I'm trying to put the joy back and in, back into eating and food because like I don't know about you guys but it's really confusing. Yeah, and if you're in any way trying to take control of your health, which most of my clients are then they just don't know what to do. So this takes all the guesswork out of it. And you know what? Maybe if you do have more specific needs, you can either come to me for private services or I also offer just like, let's have a conversation and I'll help you get started on your own. You can't afford to, you know, have me feed you every week in this like very specific way. I mean, I probably give out way too much information anyway, but like, yeah, I think that's actually a really nice thing to do though, because don't you feel like in this, um, I don't know, this platform that we're all on now, there is so much information and there is so much noise and it is accessible from so many different ways and it's all coming at you. So in a way, it's like, I think it's actually an incredible way to build relationships when you're not holding your cards too close to your chest. Yeah. And I think it creates trust and I think it creates just sort of this atmosphere of like learning and growing. And then in turn, it might take some time, but eventually I feel like those people will come become your customers because they have that relationship yeah. with you. And, and you're just so generous with the things you've learned. I also with- have had so many people, like when I've reached out to say, hey, you know, you haven't ordered in a while. They're like, oh my gosh, you inspired me to cook. Oh, and I love cool. that. I mean, well, we've talked about that from the beginning, you know, but as of course I lose business that way, but that's really what this is about. Like that is my ultimate goal is to get the world in a healthier place, like one person at a time. And that's if that's so what that is, then that's right. great. And then like, I, you know, one of the big things I also want to say is this is no commitment. Like you're having a week where you're like, I'm going to bust my ass and I know I'm going to end up getting takeout. And like, I don't want to eat pizza all week. Like get my food and just have it in the fridge just that week. Yeah. You know, and you can order idea. literally I have people who order one thing a week. I, you don't have to get that's so the cool. full package, right. you know? Um, and then, you know, I'm just going to, you know, we talked about the restaurant thing. Like I was, it was in trying to figure out your prices as a business is really hard, especially, and you guys are both in the food business. Like, yeah. Food I, is really expensive. I, honestly, I think anyone creating anything has a hard time pricing it out. Yeah. Whether it's a service or <laughs> yeah. whether it's your takeout or delivery, or if it's even just like artwork or something, it is, it's hard when you're creating it, it's hard to put like a, a number on it. on it. Yeah. And so I don't know. I'm just, I, I guess like what I want to say to to people who are unsure about that 
is is you know look at how much you're like spending on foods that you don't want like for me like oh, going out to Loveland Kitchen is like an experience for me that's a different thing but like and I and I love pizza but grabbing pizza is like a <laughs> you know like we don't have anything else to do let's grab pizza so like maybe those kinds of things like if you're doing them more often than you'd like sure then like start to look at that and like you could put that money in a different place you know what I mean I don't know because I'm not trying to I, I hate no, the, like the business side no, of this no sort I of, totally but, like, understand what you're saying because you're saying if if your personal goal is to eat healthier and you find yourself in these habits and patterns that aren't fulfilling that goal right. then call Jess because you could you know substitute one of those nights yeah and and that and that's healthier. fun too like I have people who I have like certain people who are like are, that food is theirs. And if anyone touches their food in that house, like they are in trouble. But then I have people who take it home as a family takeout night and they explore all sorts of foods together. Cause like I cook different cuisines. Like there'll be a Greek meal, very a, cool, you know, a Mexican style dish, whatever. And then the families go home and taste a bunch of things. And what that's even cooler. Cause like my whole mission is about getting us all to eat healthier. And to be honest, like it doesn't start with us. It starts with our kids. Like if we're going right. to change you our food industry, yeah. it's got to start with the younger kids. And I have started to make kids lunches and that sort of stemmed out of, well, it stemmed out of a, a, like a really old friend asking for help with her kid because she couldn't, you know, she, like the, the thought and all that, the process that goes into making health, lunches was really hard for her. But also the fact that so many of my clients have been like, oh my God, my kid's eating this now too, or my kid's asking about it. Like even just a kid knowing what a certain vegetable, like when I go to the grocery store and I'm buying, it's sometimes it's not even anything crazy. Like it'll just be a weird colored tomato. The person at the store doesn't know what it is. Oh, interesting. And if we don't even know what it is, we're not going to eat it. That's like, right. goes against survival. <laughs> right. You know? So. so interesting. How do you stay, I guess, inspired, creative as far as your menu choices? Like, where do you look to for that? Or is it just constantly like um, seeing different things and experiencing different things? That's a good question. Um, Pinterest is huge. For, I don't know if people still use Pinterest, but yeah, I do. I love Pinterest. though. So. Um, so I'll just go on there and search things if I need inspiration. I'll usually start with the seasonal vegetables. So right now right. we're on asparagus and radishes and stuff like that. Peas, leeks. Peas, oh, so leeks, good. exactly. Yeah, leeks, that. by the way, are just so good for your gut. I'm like obsessed with leeks. So you should eat more leeks. Okay, good. <laughs> good to know. I, I work for Big Leak. <laughs> <laughs> I know, so far we've got Costco and yes. blueberries. And um, <laughs> but, you know... My clients inspire me, like asking yeah, for certain I'm things. I'm sure that like they lead you down certain roads. You so. know what's funny though is I'm like, I have to have a different thing every week. They want the same things. Oh, right. that's interesting. Yeah, like they're, they'll be like, oh my God, I want that again. My problem is I don't use recipes. So I like always can't get it exactly the same. Oh, that's Like I'll cool use though. a recipe to kind of guide me. But then I'm like, oh, we just need a little more of this and a little yeah. more of that. And well, it must change as, you yeah. know, as the seasons go. Things take I, like different. People are like, a hu I make these like buffalo turkey meatballs. That I think start actually paleo running mama was like a big inspiration for things. And I'm not a big fan of paleo. Like I don't want to say I'm supporting one thing or the other, sure. but they can inspire you for like healthier right. meals. Yeah. Like you're going to, you know, you're just yeah. going to get like whole food ingredients in it. Yeah. Um, but she had this recipe for, so if anyone wants the recipe, I'm pretty sure it's on her website, but um, for Buffalo or like, yeah, Buffalo spicy turkey meatballs. And okay, that's like cool. one of, one of the biggest things, I don't know if it's because people just like to say balls. <laughs> That's what she said. Yeah. There's lots of like puns that come with that. Yeah. But. It's, I love that actually. And I, I want to actually touch on that a little bit because I just love how you're just like unapologetically yourself, you know? And I know that it's not like this big controversial way, but like you just have this really funny kind of in your face, just very punny, like you were saying, um, like innuendos and they're hilarious. And you, you have said this yourself, like it's not for everybody. So I don't know. Can you talk a little bit about like where that came from and how you have gotten more good than bad from just kind of yes. showing your true colors and being yourself and having fun with it, not being like constricted to try to like be this certain. Well, image. that's really hard. That part of it. So that's where it started though, is I didn't want, I could not picture myself just like taking pictures of food. Even now I've had people say like that picture is not a good picture of food. Like I'll just throw any <laughs> picture up there, but I just knew that wasn't going to be me and it wasn't going to be sustainable because like I said, I, I'm just not a person who can do that. I have to be inspired by what this I do. This is the second time. It sounds like you made a really big decision based on knowing yourself yeah. and just being like, <clears throat> and embracing it. Yeah. yeah. And just being like, you know what? I know that this is how it looks. Maybe that other people are doing it, but that I just know that's not going to work for me. Like, amen to just yeah. following that. So it, you know, it really started with Chrissy and that's what she fed. Once she said that name, then it was like, Oh, let's just start with jokes. So then we like kind of just posted this one post of me sitting on my counter holding a banana and like, 
and said something like, is this about sex? Is this about food? I yeah. don't know. Like, and it's just, and I, t- and I totally go from like, I'll post like the raunchiest, like that's the fun part is like, there's kind of no, there's like a few lines I don't cross. It just depends on the day sometimes too. Yeah. Like I'll post the raunchiest meme or something. And then it'll be like followed by this, like happy little fact about like spreading good or like eating yeah, cooking lettuce or something. Yeah. I don't know. Like, you know, I kind of just like it's stick great. them in there, but um, it's, great. it's been a really fun way to teach people. Cause like the, the truth is sex sells and food sells. So if you put the two together, like it Genius. actually is a really yeah. great pair. Yeah. And if for nothing else, if you follow Jess on Instagram on that's what she fed, it's just, really it's a good. laugh. It's just really fun. And if it's not a laugh, then that's fine. But this is all in good humor. And that's what this is about. Like not taking it all so seriously. Like yeah. I, I even have to like take a break from my Instagram because I follow all food and health accounts and I'm so inspired and I'm really passionate about it, but it's so serious. Yeah. Like, if you don't do this, you will die. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I love that because um, I could use a, like, you know, reminder of that every once in a while too, because when you're in your business and you're running the numbers and you're trying to create a culture and manage people and your schedule and it just, it, it can feel very serious and it can yeah. feel very- Impressive, yeah. And so there's like that fun in it just is so attractive and it's just like I it is the lighthearted might, part of the business it must create a nice clientele for yourself too because it's kind of like well you sort of must sort of sheen out people that might be a little well, bit too up to I don't know if I should say this I'm sure I, I don't think this person listens to the podcast so it's funny but like so my partner and I were in the car and I was on speakerphone and I'm talking to this woman. I'm just saying this because I have a witness to the story. Yeah. But I'm, I'm, I was like, oh, she's like, I want to pay cash. I'm like, just put the code stripper cash in. And she was like, I'm not comfortable doing that. <laughs> <laughs> we were like, oh my God. So, so you know, funny. and I, you know, I've heard people like through the grapevine, people love to tell me how other people, like I've heard people say they won't order my food because not directly to me. I haven't heard this, but through the grapevine that they won't order my food. Cause like it's too pervy. Like the food's not pervy. <laughs> the jokes are pervy and yeah. fine. Like I, if that's honestly, if, it's your prerogative. You're like I don't, okay I'm that. okay with that, okay you know? With and it's just a joke. It's just a way to have fun. Yeah. Like, and again, to lighten this up, like, some, I do just the tip Tuesday where I give food tips or hacks in the kitchen or something like that. But sometimes my tip is like, just laugh. Yeah. Just yeah. like go do something, you know, and, and, and I'm talking to myself. Like yeah. I'm not always, you know, I'm practicing what I preach, but I'm human. So yes. a lot of these things are reminders for myself and I'm learning things on my own journey and sharing them. Like I said, I used like something as simple as like I used to use avocado oil, but it's not sitting well with me. And I'm starting to hear that more across the board with a lot of my clients. So we've like taken that off the menu. Yeah. It's just like a parallel, just like evolving, having fun, finding the joy again in it. Yeah. And how refreshing. I think too, as someone who's like, oh, I want to look for a different recipe of this. Like you inevitably on Google hit like 10 blogs that all look the same. They're all the same serious, you know, my family faces this dilemma of health. So I'm now doing this healthy and this is a recipe for it. It's like, it's just a different way to stand out, but also be authentic to yourself, which I yeah. think is the most important thing. Yeah. And know? it's fun. I do, you know, I love the part of like, that's the creative part of me is like the website's a little silly and whatever, but I love hearing that like, you know, they went and they got a laugh out of it. If nothing else, yeah. like also, maybe they it never makes ordered you stand out and like, remember you for better or for worse. Right. It sounds like mostly <laughs> yeah. for the better, but you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, it's not just some other thing that you'll pass over and. Yeah. I, I'm to. really like, I, again, I give Chrissy all the credit for that one. Like, I don't know that I would have ever come up with that name on my own, <laughs> but one. just that name, just that moment where she came up with that name led me down a whole road. Like she didn't come up with the idea of saying, like, let's use all these food puns. And then, you know, I work with Mary Latham as my photographer and she's really fun. Cause I she mean, she is great. Like, I mean, you see the pictures, but if anyone's ever like done a photo shoot or anything like that, like what goes into getting these wild pictures of me, it's hysterical. So we have a really good time with it. Like yeah. we've done, I mean, she's seen every part of me. <laughs> I know there's some ones that I was just like, damn, Jess, yeah. get it. It's but you know, she's like- got great, great ideas too. So we like, just try to see what we can like whip up together. No pun intended, yeah. but. But you know, that's what makes it fun too, is because I feel like then you attract the people that are going to be on board and they're going to just elevate everything to the next level. And it's just so fun to just take away those fears and take away those limiting thoughts because you're afraid of what's going to happen. You're not making the decisions based on fear. You're making it based on like what's true to you Mm -hmm. and what lights you up. And not taking yourself so seriously either. Well, and you know, you say unapologetic. There've been many times in my life that I'm like, like when I met my boyfriend's mom, I was like, she just, I don't ever want her to see my Instagram. She's on Instagram, right? <laughs> yeah, she's on Instagram. She cooks with me now. And, and, and I get her to, like, if you read the names of my food, I make her read them out loud. <laughs> 
but I'll yeah, you know, so it, I was sort of apologetic about it in the beginning, but I'm like, it, it's also just a character. It's just fun. Like yeah. I'm being a comedian, like, yeah. you know what I mean? Like, yeah. or I think I'm being a comedian. Yeah, right. I know it, is, it is pretty funny. I definitely am like, you know, I love, I love the, the raising of the eyebrows uh, idea to me. Cause sometimes you do have to kind of just to like be honest, you know, half the time that's what everyone's thinking anyway. Just no one's. <laughs> yeah. Oh, oh, for sure. That's th- th- I'm just saying it out loud. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But and then yeah. the really fun part about that is like I'll post this ridiculous post that I'm like, sounds like I'm talking dirty to you. But, I, you know, I somehow pull it around and like come back to giving you some fact about carrots. And I'll, I, I get so many messages being like, I didn't know that I'm trying this now, which cool. is that's, that's really, really cool. inspiring. You grab their attention and yeah. hold it is much easier said than done in today's social media world where we're getting yeah, with everything. Yeah, there's you know? just a lot of noise, you know. I want to go back to the, that first week where you said you had, you know, two or three friends you're cooking for, and then within a couple of weeks you have 29. Just what were you thinking? Like, oh, my God, should I just <laughs> go into a shell and hide? Or are you just like, screw no, it, I'm I this on? No, like, I I think, yeah. from the beginning. I, I still sort of don't realize what I've done. Like, Carolyn and Fran and I talk yeah. about this a lot. Like, you know... We are. We are our own worst critics. So, like, I kind of just did it. Yeah. Just put one foot in front of the other. Yeah. I don't. And, and, you know, it's been a learning curve. And I've worked with some really awesome friends and family members who've taught me a lot. Like, and I've taken, I learn a lot. Like, my system is getting better. Um, And I'm starting to move into, I finally think I was like, oh, this is really what I'm doing. So now I'm taking this to a much more professional level. I mean, it's very, it's been very professional, but I'm doing, I'm going to start to do a lot more with the business now. Um. But yeah, I, I think I just did it without thinking. I don't, yeah. I don't really even know. I like, I don't know what my thought process was. Um, I, a lot of gratitude. Like I, I've spent a lot of time in gratitude. Just like, I mean, honestly, if I didn't have my clients who I just, it wouldn't exist, it doesn't exist on my own. So yeah. that's like Who's a huge who, part. You know? And you know, I, I, I do practice what I preach and I write in my gratitude journal every single morning and I am thankful for my clients every single day. And not just cause I'm like writing that down because that's like my robotic way, but like I, I, I write that down and I get it back. Like we, it's this beautiful circle. Like, yeah. um, it's powerful no, we, for sure. we have that conversation at bronze a lot about our, I'm more on the wholesale, not the fish market in the kitchen. So shout out to all those people that go there, but, um, like counts like Carolyn, you know, and that not only are loyal and buy quality stuff from us and pay their bills, but that just, you know, you know, they're going to be there and you look around and you're like, oh, this wouldn't exist without yeah. those kind of people. And, you know, the other ones that are picking us off on Sunday for stuff that someone else doesn't have, you're, you know, happy to stick it to them. No offense to all them, <laughs> but <laughs> it's, it is, it's, 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 it's humbling, you know, and it's, it, and, and it what inspires you to keep going. And what's know? really cool is it's opened me up to this huge world of all these small business owners out yeah. here. Like we're, there's such an incredible group of entrepreneurs out here yeah. and everyone, like one is more inspiring than the next. Like you just yeah. keep yeah. going down the line. Like, Oh my God. Oh my God. Oh my God. Like it's yeah. been the best part of this podcast. Yeah. Like, yeah. Personally. <laughs> and people's stories are so cool. Yeah. You know, like I've listened, like I remember like the black sheep one. I was like I really into the story on that one. Chris is amazing. And I think we got a lot of really amazing feedback from him. I love the similarities of some of the conversation. It's just like, yeah, there's some threads that, kind of weave through all of them and it's like the ideas that someone has and the motivation behind it whatever it is whatever little like spark happens or whether it was like survival or um you know just a hobby or something they were good at or something that brought them joy but um everyone has that moment where they're just like not they don't know they don't know what's going to happen. They just take that like leap of faith and they just kind of keep going forward or they put one foot in the front of the other or they ask their mother-in-law for help. And yeah, and just, when you don't, like when you do, when I don't know how to put one foot in front of the other, that's when I reach out. Like that's, right. you know, I, this winter I did go through like a tough time. You know, I'm, I'm a new business, so I'm still learning the cycles of my business and the trends of my business. Yeah. And, you know, I'll have a bad week and think like, oh shit, I got, I got to get another job. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> you know, but really yeah. I just have to change. And also marketing, like I'm, you know, learning about marketing in a whole new way. And those, I don't know. Those, and, and Instagram's a really hard one. Talk, you know, talking about like, I feel like I should be doing it the same way everyone else does it. And like, even just now I started talking on Instagram more and I'm not sure it's getting me more business. I oh. haven't really experienced people are looking at it, but like, but you're trying, um, you know, there's a lot of things that bring a lot of discomfort in, in the mm-hmm. process of having a business and, but then you have these awesome weeks that are just like, this is why I'm doing it. Reminds and, you why. Yeah. yeah. And it's not always money. Like, right. 
Actually, it's very rarely it's money. Not. Yeah, <laughs> no, but I'm, I'm sure not. for you, it's feedback from people that yeah. whose lives are changing for the better, and uh, you know, like you said, their kids are getting inspired. Like, yeah, that that, that really here. is what feels like the money. It's amazing. I obviously need to support myself, but like, you know, I'm not, I'm not buying myself a big fancy car any day soon. <laughs> it's overrated, anyways, honestly. I feel like it's interesting when you when you really get to identify what drives you because then you realize that, of course you, you need to have a healthy bottom line you, you know at the end of the day you do need that but I feel like when you don't focus on the that it's that, that that's not your number one priority you inevitably kind of do end up with a with a healthy bottom line because you're cooking with love and doing all of these things and you're driving it from something bigger than yeah. just the dollars and then you know that you have to work on it it's not going to just magically come, but I feel like when it's not your number one focus, it ends up being rewarding in so many other ways that it just ends up yeah. snowballing in this really positive <clears throat> way. And I think I've told you this, Carol, but that we have going back to the accounts and customers thing that the, the, the restaurants and groups we sell that are solely focused on their margins and beating us down, they're the worst to deal with. And they're mm. like, yeah, their employees are miserable and yeah. you know, I'm not going to name any of them, but it's, I think when you focus on making people happy or, following your passion that's what leads to well that's a big success. part of this too like i do want to expand and I, you know i want to hire people but i don't want to do that until i'm ready to really make yeah. them happy you know like i've had people yeah, help me that. out and i'm trying to offer them the best i can but i'm not in the position right now to really like take on a big staff um so it's a great, when it gets to that point, point though i do like yeah so what's going in i was going to say what can you dive a little more into that the decision you're at right now to or what you're weighing back and forth as far as hiring people what you're going to give up what you'd gain um, I don't know that I'd be giving up anything except that like I wouldn't be spending less time washing dishes maybe, right. you know, and I could spend more time right. cooking or right. menu planning or putting for it you towards to do other things. Yeah. yeah. Um, I could cook for more people if I had other people chopping things, you know what I mean? And just help in the kitchen really. And it's joyful for me. Like I don't want to be by myself all day. I love right. working with people. Um, so to create a really good team and I do believe like, if I put it out there, I'll attract the right people. I mean, we've had, Absolutely. we've had so many situations where like, I'm like, I need this person to blank and like in the meeting with Carolyn and Fran. And then like the next month that happens. <laughs> the law of attraction. I mean, literally stand by that. Fran gave me a deadline for something. <laughs> and like this thing happened on that deadline. Like it's it, the law of attraction is real. I love it. Um, but yeah, I, I, awesome. I want to expand. I really would love to do the kids lunches things. Like yeah. uh, uh, one of my clients of mine, she was part of this like sort of beta group and she's giving me a lot of um, inspiration and ideas. Like she should be hired as my marketing person. Well, she has another job and she's a mom and all that. But anyway, <laughs> but you know, just on ways, like I would love to really expand that the kids lunch program Very cool. Um, and make it, you know, so there's like a community part of it, but also, you know, so I can offer to people who can't Such afford a good it. Idea, yeah. But cause it really is, it starts there, like not just changing our food industry, but changing like our, like the trajectory of our health. Like yeah. at, you know, just taking your kids to the pediatrician and hearing how sick the kids are at the pediatrician. Like I've had the PAs tell me that. And, wow. and you know, she's like, it's just as simple as like eating more fruits and vegetables. Like yeah. I, I'm not making this stuff up. They're telling me this, you know? Right. Um, so I'd love to really expand that part of it, but I can't do that all on my own. And that one is a good one because like I, I, um, I don't, I can guide people through how to make those kids lunches, you know? And then I'd, I'd love to be offering this to more people. You know, yeah. I'd love to really, I love the private end of it. Like the customized menus for like my friend who has Crohn's, she sends me these messages and she's, in, she's enjoying food. Like she's in a situation where she can barely eat anything and food, literally her body is like attacking itself and she's sick out of her mind. But so then, sad. you know, we work with the diet and it's, I mean, there was a point over the winter she was eating like five things. Like I, I don't, it may not have been that little, but it was not a lot of things and it had to be only cooked in a certain way. And now we're totally expanding. And I'm sure we'll wow. kind of, you know, step back a little bit. Right. And and that's just the nature of all of us, right? Yeah. We feel really great. And then we kind of step back and change things up. And, but that to me is like so huge because, you yeah. know, we're dealing with major, major disease. Damn, and incredible. And to see it with just, though, yeah. You know? Um, so that I, I would love to like increase that part of my business more yeah. helping people in that area because yeah. that is the hardest part. Like the autoimmune side around, is, yeah. is huge. That's awesome. It's so powerful. And it's just really cool to see that it's just this, you just being like, this isn't a hard thing for people to get to. I can provide the service. So let's do it together in this like really fun, magical, loving way and see where it goes. Yeah. It's very, very And, awesome. and you know, like the marketing set, like the 
the silly Instagram and all that. It's really just like almost like a separate part of the business. Like that's where I share health tips and I get to get silly and I do get to make, you know, notifications about my business, but really it's been word of mouth and, and, and like the law of attraction, just putting it out there at the right place at the right time. And so I, I do hope to expand that to more people. And if I could expand anything, it would be like to work with physicians, Wow. you know, and, and, and I am, am starting to do that. Like a couple of my clients have reached out I'm their doctors. I've spoken with the doctors. So we're working one-on-one with how to create these diet plans. So that's like my real passion that really lies there. I want to help everybody. Yeah. But like, if I could focus most of my attention, it'd probably be there in the kids. Yeah. It, it kind of, in your story, it's very similar to me to, uh, our conversation with Teresa last week about there's like a, spark here that I'm passionate about. And obviously Sean, her son was the inspiration there too, but it's, I cooked to Sean for, I, oh, really? I did cooking <laughs> lessons with him. Yeah. That's awesome. That's awesome. For, but for you though, like, you know, you've been through the trials with, between your dad, you, your kids. And once you like take that leap of faith with, with talking with Carolyn and deciding to do this, and then suddenly there's 30 people lined up and mm-hmm. like, it's this whole thing. You didn't know it was out there, but other people are obviously experiencing it. And it's just very, very cool to see awesome. people like yourself take that jump. And then, suddenly you've helped foster this community that is continually growing at the end. I just it's very, it's, very cool. It's just also <laughs> a very cool example of like it's a good lesson for other people too. For, yeah. Like maybe when people are listening and they have an idea or they have something they're really passionate about or something that's worked for them and their family and it could, you know, make a big difference. And they're like, wow, there might be more people I can help. And it does have the makings of a business. So of course you're like, Oh, well it'd be nice if we could make money on this, but also it's driven from a point. It, it comes from like a, it's born out of something that is, is fueling you, your soul. Yeah. And that I think is what separates it from just someone who's looking to start a business and like, what do people need there? Yeah. Like, it, com- it comes from another, another, par- another part. And I think it goes back to what we were saying too. Like, I think at least this is how I think sometimes I can think big too quick. So like, you're like, oh, this already exists on a grand scale or something like that. You know what I mean? Like this business does exist on a grand scale. Right. And so, but like, maybe it doesn't need to be a grand scale. Like start really small, yeah. start with two people and yeah. then it'll be yeah. 30, you know? Um, so I, like sometimes we jump ahead yeah. and I've had to be reined in, you know, like you can do all those things, but like you have to start somewhere. Yeah. You yeah. know, I say we can have it all, but not all at once. <laughs> yes. That's, that's good. That's really good. Yeah. It does, it does, as baby steps. And then you learn as you go, like you were saying too, which is really powerful. And you just seem so open to what people throw at you, which is really a, a nice way to be because it creates opportunities that you might not have realized were there. If you weren't so willing to hear people's problems and see what they're struggling with and be like, Oh, let's look at that in another way or how something has changed for you. And then, like you said, it just kind of goes down this other Avenue or opens up this other door that could create another whole side of the business, like the kids lunches. I mean, it's just such a nice way to like create this really beautiful company that has potential to help a lot of people. I hope it does. That's my ultimate goal is just to help as many people as possible. Like, again, of course, I'd love support myself along the way. Yes, That's yeah. really great. And support other people. Like, I'd like to create jobs for people. Yeah. I even was it's thinking, like, goal. how great would it be to have summer interns, you know, from high school? So, like, teach teenagers how to cook right before they're graduating. Right. So, yeah. they're going to go out and they're Do not going to be just habits. making Easy Mac. Well, oh. I mean, maybe they will because they only have microwaves. But yeah. when, once they get something bigger than a microwave, <laughs> yeah. you know, That's they'll know great. how to cook. Because so many people, like, we all know that fruits and vegetables are the healthiest things to eat. But people don't know what the heck to do with them. Yeah. yeah. You know, so point. just... There's anyway, I'm off on a it's tangent, but no, I think you hit on an important point though. Of, oh, this already exists on a large scale. I think like I'm, I know talk to people like, Oh, all the good ideas are taken. Like, what yeah. am I going to do with that? I'm passionate about. And there's a really important lesson there that you can definitely still go do something. And what and you bring niche. to it yes, is going to exactly. be different than everybody clearly else. Your spin on totally. this is different than everyone else. And that's, what's carved out your niche that's been successful. So, and also your, your specific life, like lessons and the things you've learned, it's always going to translate differently and it's going to resonate with people differently. So sometimes you can hear the same thing, but when it comes from someone else, like oh, yeah. it'll just hit differently. And then all of a sudden it just cre- it, it like answers people's questions or it helps them in a different way that, you know, they know fruits and vegetables, but then they have access to it because they can hire you or it's just, it creates different opportunities. Yeah. That's the thing I'm trying to offer as many different, you know, I guess like mediums to yeah, share, you know, yeah. like from directly feeding you to just like offering that little tidbit that maybe you're like, Oh, you know what? I saw that on our Instagram. I'm going to pick that up in the store today mm-hmm. to like, Oh, that is why I'm feeling sick or, you know, mm. or whatever it is. Like 
or again, I just, I've helped people like just organize their kitchen, like something so basic like that, or just gotten a conversation with them to like talk them off the ledge of like, you know, whatever. I just found out I can't eat this thing. Like, oh my God, but you can eat so many things. Oh, that's a big piece of this too, is we're in a restrictive culture. Like you can't eat this. You can't eat this. You can't eat that. No more of that. And flipping your perspective. Yeah. uh, To me, it's actually like the opportunity. I'm eating so many more, more foods now than I ever was before I had to change my health. That's very cool. Yeah. That's very cool. And you know, it just kind of like, you know, I just feel like so much of the work that the small businesses and the independent businesses are doing and like their bosses or their leaders, like it's just creating, I mean, not to sound so like, you know, but it does, it just like makes their little corner of the world a better place because people are healthier. They're happier. They're doing what they love. They're learning, they're evolving, they're changing their mindset. I mean, those shifts are so powerful, even if it's just one kid or one mom, yeah. or one person, it makes a difference. And that trickles down. I love that. I do yeah. too. And I yeah, love, I effect. love just yeah. sharing that information because there's like so there could just be so much noise and negativity and things. And it's like, there are people out there taking the chance, creating, they're starting before they're ready. They're doing, they don't know all the answers are doing it anyway. <laughs> and it's just driven by this like sole goal of just like, Making things better. But I think like if I could say anything, it'd be like, write it down and like feel dream it. Not just dream it, but like feel it. Like close your eyes, think about it was and like feel it. Like what would it actually feel like if I did this crazy thing? You know, because when I was like writing that down in my journal, I didn't know what I was thinking, but I could feel what it would feel like to take a job I didn't want to take and to do something I was really passionate about. Like I could feel that in that moment. I, I ultimately believe that that's what led me to where I am. And like to the point where, like I said, I'll set a, I'll say a date out loud and then that date will happen or I'll ask for a certain kind of person to come into my life and that person comes into my life. Like, it's so great, it, it's great advice. It, you know, it sounds a little woo woo yeah. for some, but no, I was just going to ask you what, well, you know, going back to someone who's like yourself starting the business or someone else who is, what would you offer advice as giving them something to think about before they do? And it sounds like you just, that would the be question. it. Yeah. I was going to ask that too, but that is a yeah. good piece of advice. If you build it, they will come. Yeah. <laughs> truly though. It's true. Yeah. This is awesome. Where can we find you, Jess, to send people to your website, to your Instagram? Um, all of the above. You can give my cell phone, my email, my website, which is that's what she fed nofo.com. And my Instagram is also that's what she fed nofo. But like, I, I mean, I'm, I'm still answering all my own DMs. Good, yeah. <laughs> Good for you, though. Um, so, yeah, go ahead, reach out. And like I said, I love to just like answer questions. Like, you don't just have to reach out. and never feel bad. Like, if you miss a deadline, that's a big thing I get as I forget to order. So I'm big like that. Like when I would James Port sourdough, I'd always forget to order, you know, yeah. but just reach out. Worst case scenario, I say no. Yeah. You don't right. answer the answer, the yeah. answer is always no. Okay. <laughs> um, so if you forget that's to order true. or if you just want to order one thing or if you want to order this week and you don't want to order again, that's totally okay. Sometimes I will check in with you just to like get feedback, you yeah. know, see how yeah. it went, but there's never any pressure to order whatsoever. So like, Awesome. It's not something you have to, you know, sign up for and then you're never going to get your money back. And like, it, you know, if but, nothing else, then you get to just ask Jess a question and get her fun expertise and joyous responses. So I recommend go. chatting her up <laughs> or saying hi if you see her. Thank you so much for doing this. Thank this you guys. So this awesome was such an honor. I'm fangirling. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. Yes. Thank you. Thank you, and Jess. Now, this is and, great. and thank you so much for the granola. We got granola. Yes. Very exciting. Can't wait to have some because my stomach is actually growling after talking about <laughs> Oh, perfect. Thank you so much. This was awesome. Thanks, thank Jess. you. Thanks so much for listening. If you enjoyed the show, please be sure to tell a friend and rate and review us wherever you get your podcasts. Get in touch on Instagram at For the Love of Business Podcast. Our email is For the Love of Business Podcast at gmail.com. Until next time, I'm Cody. And I'm Carolyn. And this was For the Love of Business. <laughs>